You're listening to the Efficient Practice Podcast, episode number four. Welcome to the Efficient Practice Podcast. If you want increased productivity, profitability, and a better quality of life, this show is for you. And now your host, Dr. Evelyn Samuel. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Efficient Practice Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Evelyn Samuel, and I am super stoked about today's interview. We have a wonderful guest on the show. You're going to want to listen to the end, uh, so I'm so excited to have him here. So for today's interview, we have Dr. William B. Williams. Welcome to the show, Dr. Williams. Thanks, Evelyn. It's great to be in your hometown on your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being here. So before we dive deep into your interview, I'd like to say to the listeners and viewers, if you have not joined our free Facebook group, please feel free to do so. It's called the Efficiency Now Network. There are a lot of dentists with a lot of business experience and practice experience and knowledge, and we're all there to help and grow. So please join uh, the free Facebook group, Efficiency Now Network. Uh, if you have an efficient practice or if you're using efficient practices, this show, this group is for you. And so before we get started, I'd like to just read a little bit about our esteemed guests who we have on the show today. Dr. Bill Williams is a master of the Academy of General Dentistry and the International College of Craniomandibular Orthopedics. He is a past president of the Georgia Academy of General Dentistry and traveled the USSR in Scandinavia on an AGD people-to-people -people dental tour in 1987. Named the Small Business Person of the Year in 2005 by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, he received the Ron Lamb Award from the Christian Dental Society as the Outstanding Missions Dentist in North America in 2007. Having built and or worked in hospitals, mission outposts, and clinics in Kenya, Tanzania, Haiti, and Honduras. Dr. Williams has lectured at USDI, Biotronics, BioResearch, Nepali, Pentagra, the Advertising Dentist, the Mish Institute, AAID, AAOSH, the ATD, and the Implant Efficiency Institute, as well as teaching in Japan, Italy, Canada, and across the USA, on TMJ, orthodontics, reconstruction, marketing, and practice management. Over his 43-year career as a dentist, he has been the founder or one of the founders of the Stone Mountain Dental Group, the Atlanta Craniomandibular Society, TMJ Framework, the Solstice Research Group, Swanee Dental Care, Web-Centric Dental Marketing and Design, Kenya Medical Outreach and Solstice Dental Advisors, the Deserving Diva Foundation, and the Top Gun Dental Conferences. He is a graduate of the Medical College of Georgia School of Dentistry, as well as the AAID, Maxi Corson Implant Dentistry, and the Mish Implant Institute. He is a certified gorilla marketing instructor and a certified trainer for BioDent's Ultra Tooth Implant System. Dr. Williams is a noted author, including number one bestsellers, Marketing the Million Dollar Practice, Smile 360, A Patient's Guide to Cosmetic Dentistry, 
and the $10,000 a day dentist. He's in private practice working two days a week in the group practice he founded, Swanee Dental Care. His coaching and consulting firm, Solstice Dental Advisors, helps dentists discover how to double their practices by implementing proven marketing, management, efficiency, and leadership skills through the 5M Online Master's Academy and the 5M Mastermind. Dr. Williams has been married to his wife, Sheila, for 40 years, and they have two sons, Will and Tyler, plus a grandchild, Harper. Thanks to Will's wife, Sarah. Welcome to the show, Dr. Williams. Oh, I'm so glad to be here and hope that didn't bore all your guys and put them to sleep. All that hard work. I, I felt tired after listening to it myself. <laughs> well, it's just because you have this expansive and very impressive bio. You've done so much. Yeah, you know, I have an insight on some things that uh, I like to pass on a few of the gems that I learned because... When I was young, I learned from young, from older guys who had been doing it for a long time, and it really set me on a faster pace. And so I feel like I need to do that for the young guys that are coming up because somebody's got to uh, remember the old tricks. There's a lot of old tricks that a lot of dentists never heard of, and so we need to pass those on. Well, that's great. That is wonderful that you, you sound like you're a great teacher, instructor, and mentor. Uh, and that is important that the, the new dentists need to hear from people like you who have so much experience and so much knowledge. So with that being said, that, that's like a perfect swag, uh, uh, segue into my, my first question. Um, my thing is efficiency. I love efficiency. I love order. And for you to, to be the $10,000 a day dentist, and we're going to dive deep into that later on, because I know a lot of people want to hear just how you do that. What are some, some efficiency or efficiency uh, uh, stories or, or things of that sort that you would, you would pass on to, to practicing dentists or new dentists alike? You know, some of the things about efficiency you're born with, and some of them you develop. And I think I figured out that I was born with a few things that just happened. And I don't know why. Uh, might have been because I was a Boy Scout. And, and I went through and learned how to be prepared. Or I learned, you know, all the secrets to camping out on your own in the woods. And um, like when I went to Kenya, you give me one instrument I could take out any tooth. Wow. And it's like, <laughs> learn to do with what you have. Yes. So in, on a mission field, you, you're limited to what you can do. But uh, I, I remember when I got out of school, I went to work in the health department while my office was being built. And I just went to do some amalgams. And um, the dental assistant that I was working with was uh, a long-term employee at the health department. And she, she watched me work and she said, how'd you do that? And I go, do what? And you know, she said, I've never seen anybody do that before. And I, I, t I was taking the uh, old amalgam out and prepping the tooth for a regular MO or something. And, uh, you know, it took me about like 10 seconds or 15 seconds. And she just goes, how'd you do that? You know, and I said, I just removed what wasn't supposed to be there. You know, I saw the prep finish before I started. And so I learned a little bit about the fact that uh, how I'd been taught at the Medical College of Georgia in particular in operative dentistry must have been pretty efficient. You know, some, something that they said clicked and I see the finished product before I start. Mm -hmm. And so any prep I'm doing, I don't have to worry about the, 
measuring. I don't have to worry about a certain depth. I just know what the prep's going to look like when I'm finished. And so I just get rid of everything that's not in the right place. It's kind of like Michelangelo, and he saw David in the block of granite, and he just took away everything that wasn't David, and then David just stood there looking at him going, you know, this is me, all of me. He didn't put my clothes on either. <laughs> if you've been to the Uffizi Museum in Florence, you know what I'm talking about. So when I'm doing preps on teeth, it's like I'm just carving a, a statue of a perfect shape. That's an efficiency technique. Absolutely. Know where you're going before you start. Absolutely, absolutely. And that that that's that's wonderful advice. And it's 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 applicable to, you know, dentistry, uh doing the procedures, like you said, seeing the end, starting with the end in mind, but also just running the practice, like running your practice, your your schedule, all of that could be lumped into what you just said, seeing the end before you start, knowing where you're going. So that that's 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 good stuff. That's, that's there was an there was another thing that happened that I was uh, introduced to practice management about my f sixth year out of school. I'd always been taking didactic courses on uh, Cranberry, TMJ, Pete Dawson, Myotronics, uh, Bernie Jankelson. I was taking all the courses in occlusion that I could find. And I went to my first practice management course, and I saw Ron McConnell up on the stage talking, and he was sharing with us about this grasshopper that was in this jar and the grasshopper had a lid on the jar and it couldn't jump out. It kept jumping up and down. And he said, this is like you in dental school. You keep jumping up and down and you hit your head and you learn not to hit your head because you can't get out of line. Got to stay in line. And then when you get out of dental school, it's the same way. The dental societies and the people in your neighborhood, they want to keep you from jumping too high. So they keep that lid screwed on. And so along comes somebody who's your uh, mentor, your guru, your person who you believe in, who unscrews the top of that jar and, and they start giving you good advice or, you know, positive advice. And eventually you learn you can jump a little higher and you won't hit your head. And eventually you can jump out of that jar. And so that little grasshopper was me. When I went to Quest back in 1981, I learned that I could actually do something different than I'd always done. I didn't have to live by dental school thinking or dental society thinking. And a lot of dentists out there have never gotten out of that mode of thinking that they can only do what they're trained to do. Mm -hmm. They can only be what they have always been. And I found a national mastermind was the biggest, the biggest thing that ever set me free was to hang around people from other States, not just my local community. If you stay in your local community and you're a dentist that's kind of locked into this little group they're going to hold you down because nobody's going to tell the truth in a little group. Nobody's going to share their heartaches. They don't want to look bad to their friends. Mm -hmm. They don't want to brag to their friends for the most part, because they don't want them to know they're doing that well. And so a national mastermind is no competition and you support each other a lot better. So that's kind of the thing that set me free back in the eighties to actually go places and do things. And my resume shows that I like to go and do. Right. And I'm not afraid to go to Russia and not afraid to go to Indonesia. And, you know, I do strange things. I'm going to Cuba in uh, March. Okay. You know, we're going to do some training down that way. Oh, wonderful. So who knows, you know, things are going to be fun. <laughs> I'm sure. So, so that 
I, I couldn't agree with you more in terms of the mastermind. Um, I, I, I too like to do masterminds and I've done, you know, business consultants and things throughout my entire career. Mm -hmm. And I found exactly what you said when you're with people who don't necessarily know you in your small circle, the vision can be bigger. And a lot of times they can help you get to that vision. They can see your vision and they're going to push you to do greater things. And so that, that's exactly right. And, and sometimes when you're around uh, people in your circle, they can't see beyond what they can see. You know, you just don't know what you don't know. And, and a lot of times if you go into a mastermind with others that are not in dentistry, you'll see a whole different side of life. And mm -hmm. so we've been masterminds with uh, building inspectors, with chiropractors, with authors, mm -hmm. psychologists, uh, all kinds of people that want to be coaches, but they are of different persuasions right. in their business. So I, I learn a lot from people that are not in dentistry. That's one of my keys to success. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you're learning like business practices and things of that sort, that's kind of universal no matter what, what field you're in. Mm -hmm. one of those things to, to do better. So that's, that's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. So um, you, you said that you, you learned the efficiency, you, you see the end, you begin with the end in mind. Do you have any like top efficiency um, pearls that you like to offer there? Uh, you have like a, a list of rubies, diamonds, and sapphires. I have all, <laughs> you know, in, in the book I wrote, um, The $10,000 a Day Dentist, it came about because I did a lecture in my mastermind by the same title. Because I look back over the time that I had been in practice, and for the last 15 years I've averaged $10,000 a day or more. And I said, what can I teach dentists that they would want to know? And that's a critical thing is how to be productive. So I, I thought, well, I better focus on that topic, how to be productive. And so I wrote down 50 ways that I'm productive. And so that became a lecture. And then that became a book. And, and now it's kind of rolling like a snowball downhill. It's getting bigger. And I'm doing podcasts talking about it. And I'm uh, on TV sometimes. And the thing people want to know is, can everybody do that? Or is that just special mm -hmm. dentist? Exactly. And so what I'm glad to tell you is that every dentist that I'm teaching can do that. So if I can teach you to do it, you can easily do it. I've had people that can do it by just reading the book. Even, you know, you have to even just, you can innately get the material and put it to use, but you know, it happens fast if you're in a teaching environment. So I, I, I found that the 50 things can be divided into 10 different parts of five. And so I've called it the big five in dentistry. And it's, it's first of all, the mindset of the dentist and the team. It's the team itself who's on your team and how they're trained. It's your facility, how the facility is laid out, how big it is, how efficient it's set up. And also geographically, where is it located? So sometimes that's a big part of success for some people. Then the fourth one is marketing. Everybody knows you've got to have new patients to come in, and that's part of the whole process. To be successful, you can't be efficient on the same person every day. You've got to have a new person. A big, big part of your success is 
marketing. That's why I went and got the training with Gorilla Marketing with Jay Conrad Levinson is to learn how to generate lots of new patients. And, and the last thing is the most special to me uh, for efficiency, and that's having capacity. And I call it capacity because it's your individual capacity to be a producer. And so you can actually develop capacity. Some people don't have the right mindset, you know, so they can never be productive because they don't think they can. Mm -hmm. But some people think they can, but they don't know how. So you can develop the capacity with things that you do in the office that you delegate to staff. A lot of it's delegatable. They have people set things up for you. It's kind of like you set up your dominoes and push one and they all fall down. So we all have our systems that are running. And as the systems run, so do the numbers. And if you have a lot of good systems, you have a lot of good numbers. If you don't have very good systems, your numbers are not going to be very, you know, outstanding. Nothing you'd brag about. And so as I developed over the last 20 years, because I started over at age 48, by the way, a lot of people who read my first book would find out. I sold my practice, moved away to a new town, started over at age 48. And we went from zero to $5.8 million in one office in 10 years. If you can do that once, you could do it twice or three times. So that's one of the things that I teach people. If they want to do things early in their career, they could have two or three practices like that, that they buy and sell. And they could, maybe they can build two or three and have all of them at one time. You know, there's all kinds of options. And so it's not just a solo practice if you don't want it. But um, the capacity could be, Increased by things like pre-planning before the patient comes. How, how normal is that? Everybody should do that, right? You should. You could just look at how to eliminate wasted time. I mean, how many minutes does it take to prep a tooth in your office? It doesn't take very long if everything's in place. The, the prep itself doesn't take long at all. You're very efficient, I'm sure. The most efficient thing I do is a crown prep, and it takes me about 15 minutes mm -hmm. to do it from start to finish. And, um, you know, I've gotten so efficient now that if I would rather do a, you know, a, a MO amalgam or a crown, I can do the crown faster than the amalgam. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> actually, I don't use amalgam. I just do composite. I do too, but, yeah, faster than fillings, though. The crowns are much quicker. So, you know, I've got a, a, a nice technique for crowns that takes me about two minutes total. And I scan them now, and I don't use cord, and um, get the best fits I've ever gotten. And they look the best they've ever looked because there's no metal opaquing and there's no dull-looking teeth. You know, they're all beautiful, zirconia and porcelain. So I love those. Uh, I like to do multiple disciplines per appointment. So if I'm doing... You know, some perio, some endo, some restorative uh, sealants. I'll do anything on a single patient that they need if they've got the need. Uh, I'll put an I'll take a tooth out, put an implant in, put the crown on, and send them out the door. And that's now routine. We have the implant systems now that you can actually put the final crown on the same day. Single teeth. Yeah, I saw that you're you're a certified instructor for for. Uh, that system, one of the systems. Mm -hmm. I've got, yeah, I've got my first course is going to be um, November and uh, 
we just got introduced to it this year. So I've got the training to do it and we're moving forward and uh, we're doing lectures on it now. And uh, we'll be taking our first group into our, in our office in November. Okay, and so, that was, that system is, can you tell me that system, it's ultra-tooth implant system, is that right? It's ultra-tooth by BioDent, and it's, um, you know, it's got 25 years of history and, and uh, success at 98% success and uh, so many benefits that most of the uh, implant systems don't have. So it, it, so it allows immediate loading, immediate function. You put the tooth in, you can chew with it same day and it doesn't hurt the tooth. It doesn't reduce its effectiveness. Now, there are some cases where you can't use it. There are some cases where you've got to use it like a traditional implant, you know, two-stage. But most of the time, if you do everything just right and don't have any um, problem with the technique, you can chew on it the same day and it'll be good from then on. So far I've done, you know, a number of them since I've found out about the system and all the patients have left with a crown on the tooth chewing on it that same day. Okay. So I'm, I'm finding it very effective and um, I'm following the protocols. That's the, that's the whole key. Okay. Okay. And so you so we'll, use those, the big five, the big five efficiency uh, tips that you just gave. Mm -hmm. And that was the mindset, team facility marketing and capacity correct in that order i'm guessing mindset is so important i would start with mindset and, and a lot of my guys who are in the mastermind they attribute mindset shift as the number one thing that they learned you know we focus on where they are and where they want to go and we challenge them and we say okay you've got to be serious about where you want to go and then we we meet with people twice, um, two days, three times a year. So three visits here at my house. And, you know, people come and stay at my house and they'll have their mastermind with us and we'll enjoy meals together and sharing together. And they get to be a little group, you know, a little uh, peer group that's really um, special. How many, how many people do you take in your mastermind group? How many are in your... Uh, we could have nine, nine dentists. So I'll put together nine dentists and run a group. I could run three or four masterminds in a year, probably. So the, the people that go through it do so well. Um, I'm really proud of the, the success that most of them have had. It's directly proportional to the effort they put into it. Well, of course. If the people put in effort, they get great results out. And I've had guys, you know, go from zero to $2 million and two years. I've had guys grow 400,000, 500, 600,000 in a year. So that's a good little growth clip, you know. That's what most of the consultants I tend to hear from wouldn't come close to that. Yeah, that's, that's very, that's substantial, a substantial amount of growth. Now we do have a few that didn't make that growth. I mean, it's true that the ones who are just going through the paces and not really implementing a lot, they do better, but they don't grow that much. They might grow a hundred thousand or 200,000. And that's still very good for the average practice that, you know, doesn't change any systems at the office and doesn't hire any more staff. And, you know, people that are really growing big and doing well, they're adding an associate or they're 
they're opening up another operatory or two. They're doing something that's significant. And you, you, you really have to do something significant if you want to grow significantly. It's not going to happen just because you do, you know, three more fillings a day. Right. So, so with that being said, when, when you're seeing this growth, what, what does a typical day look like in terms of, of your scheduling? Because I, I know some people are listening and they're thinking $2,000 a day. Is he only doing implants all day or is he only doing, you know, veneers? What, what does a typical day look like to make you consistently or on average hit that goal? I always measure stuff. So I know exactly what I do every day. And, um, you know, my implants is only about 10% of what I do. Most of the big hitters are usually big implant guys. That's what they do, you know, because it's a big ticket item. So I try to do as many implants as people want, but I'm a general practice and I just do what people have coming in. I don't take all the gravy off the top and give the uh, other dentists the credit work, like uh, things that happen in some offices. I'm I'm an equal partner with four of the dentists in my office and they all do very well too. But I'll do fillings, crowns, root canals, extractions, perio treatments, TMJ and ortho every day. I'll do an implant maybe a couple times a week. I'll do, um, I do about, I only work two days a week. Did I tell you that? I, I read that. That's wonderful. Yeah, my my belief is that you know seasoned dentists start to work three days, two days a week. You still make a full time income compared to what most dentists make because you can be efficient. And there's definitely ways to be efficient in a in a short time. I'll see about twenty to thirty patients in a day, but that includes my hygiene checks. Okay. And uh, I'll check ten or twenty of those a day, depending on how that runs. But Today I had eight thousand dollars booked when I walked in the door. That my goal is ten. Mm-hmm. You know, since I wrote the book, I've got to have some standards, right? <laughs> so well, you should, right? <laughs> I used to didn't have a goal of per day goal. I just did what I could have on the book. But as soon as I told my staff I want this goal to be what I want on the books, my numbers went way up. And so that's one of the key things that I teach is mindset is that you expect your staff to hit the goal you set and they expect to hit it and they don't stop until they get the numbers. They work hard. Now every day is not a goal setting day where you got every day starting out at 10. Mm -hmm. Some days it's seven, six, three, some days it's 20. But um, I finished today at 18, 16 today. 16. We doubled what we had on our books. And the reason we were able to is we had booked two or three or four emergencies that all turned into something valuable as far as a productive procedure. Not everyone does every day, but I did. um, I actually had to turn down uh, implants today. One guy wanted two implants today. I had not any time to do them. So he was, he was there. All he got was an extraction, but I was almost tempted to, uh, keep my staff late and do two more implants. But I knew I had to come talk with you tonight. And I said, no, <laughs> do not do that. So I kept this poor patient from getting his two implants today. You know, <laughs> He'll have to forgive he's me scheduled for two weeks. He'll have to forgive me when he comes back. So that's good. I mean, I, so you're, you're right. Setting goals definitely does it. And 
the team being a part of the goals, uh, mm-hmm. setting goals together helps you to, to achieve what you're trying to achieve. There's a quote that I love. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. So if you have, if you have the goals, I mean, you're going you're gonna to either hit them or go over them. And so that's good that you guys are doing that together. Yeah, I think I report that um, you, you'll go over your goal by 50% if you have an active system of same-day dentistry, say yes program, things that will generate more work by asking people during the day, do you want to do something more? See, if you don't have a say yes program, somebody on the team is going to say no. Mm-hmm. So one of our rules is you don't say no. You just say yes to whatever people want. Whatever they to want. Degree. To whatever, you know, to a degree. <laughs> like a dentist, if they're asked to do an extra procedure by the front desk or the dental assistant, the dentist isn't supposed to make the decision that he doesn't want to do it. The dentist is supposed to be a team player. Just if somebody asks you to, to do an extra procedure, you know, you just go, Oh yeah, I'll be glad to. And if I ask somebody to, um, another partner of mine to give anesthesia, they're glad to, if I'm behind and they're not, we'll give each other's anesthesia since our state won't let the hygienist. Of, sorry. Sorry rule, but that's the way it is. Well, I'm licensed in a lot of states. I'm from Alabama, and Alabama, too, has those rules that... Are you War Eagle or Roll Tide? Um, I'm both. (laughs) You're wearing red tonight. I know. And I went to the University of Alabama School of Dentistry, which is UAB School, but the UAB School of Dentistry, University of Alabama School of Dentistry. But I have family members that went to both. So I... You claim both. I couldn't choose side. I, I ride the fence on both sides if I can do that. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> We're serious about football, you know, in Alabama. So absolutely we're serious about it, you know. So yeah, you have to be a fan, or you have to be like me. You got to kind of play both sides of the fence. So yeah. So okay. So that that was all really really good information, and I see how you're setting goals to to get to. Uh, well, you said about 50% over sometimes of what you're expecting to make. Now, I'm still hearing the, the new dentist or the dentist who've been in practice for many years who may not be producing like that saying, but how can, how can, I, how can I do that? So you can know how to do implants. You, you have a system now that you can do implants and load the implants and crowns the same day. So that is a, a higher productive or production procedure. What if somebody is just doing bread and butter dentistry? How would they, how would they get their $10,000 a day? Well, you can do Invisalign. Well, how many Invisaligns do people do? You know, are you trained in it? Are you talking about it? If you have an Itero, you can take an image of their arch, and have a simulation for Invisalign, you know, show the patient right then what they would look like. That's amazing. In 20 seconds, it'll go from their crooked teeth to straight teeth. And you know how fast the people want to get their Invisalign once they see that? Oh, yeah. It's great. So we do a lot of Invisalign. So, you know, like once or twice a week, I'll have a $5,000 addition to my schedule just because somebody wants Invisalign. They didn't plan it when they walked in the door. It's just we show it to a lot of people. And so opportunity. Yeah, if you look for opportunity, somebody needs a night guard, somebody needs sealants, 
is things you can do that don't normally get put on the treatment plan that people forget to put on the treatment plan. You know, I believe in sealants for every tooth, so that's important. Um, our hygienists are the same way. They're always talking about fluoride. They're always talking about adult fluoride. They're talking about uh, sealing every tooth so they, they don't let a tooth go by that doesn't get sealed if they can help it. Uh, we're huge on perio, so we're not doing bloody profies. We're trying to do SRP, and that's a higher productive procedure. We have lasers to do the laser dentistry. And, uh, you know, I believe in working three columns, three assistants, and I've got an ABC type of approach where I've got high production, average production, and no production columns. They're full all day long, and I just go from back and forth and uh, sometimes I'll spend an hour in a room sometimes I'll just do 10 minutes 10 minutes 10 minutes and you know I surprise myself sometimes I'm walking around looking for something to do mm -hmm. hygienists are always surprised because I'll, I'll interrupt a hygienist to do a check that's one of the efficiency techniques by the way is don't wait till your hygienist is finished with the patient before you go in and do your check some people don't even think that way that you can interrupt a hygienist <laughs> but you can you can check it when it's convenient rather than when they're finished. Uh, how else do we produce good every day? Three and three. Three patients in the chair at eight o'clock. If I had one wish, it would be to start every day perfect. And I always tell my staff, you'll really tick me off if you leave a chair empty at eight o'clock. I have three chairs, I want three patients. So I want a numb one for crowns. I want a C to crown while that's getting numb. And then I want to check an ortho patient or C to crown. So it's like three things that can get going at one time. I mean, somebody's going to be waiting for numbness to start so I can finish two other small things. And then I'll go back over and do a crown prep in five minutes. Then I'll, you know, scan the thing in 30 seconds. So my staff scans before we prep. And then with the, uh, three shape scanner we just cut out the tooth with our you know eraser and so my scan time for a prep is like 15 seconds so i've got a five minute prep about two minutes to use the um, hemostatic agent if there's any bleeding no cord scan and leave the room Temporary is made by the, by the assistant. So I've really invested about 15 minutes with crowns. That's the fastest procedure. That's the most efficient procedure. I, I'm almost getting to the point where I can do a, an implant and a crown in one hour. Wow. Take the tooth out, put the implant in, build the crown one hour. So that's going to be routine as the ultra tooth technique gets more refined so we've only been, only been doing it for two months. So that's going to be a huge thing. Anytime a broken tooth comes in that's not restorable, I can take it out and put the implant in, put the abutment on, do the bone graft even, and put the crown on, the final crown. If you want to use CERAC, which uh, I don't use CERAC, I just do a temporary crown and send it to the lab. But it's possible you can use that, use CERAC, and be done with it. Oh, that's, that's a mind blower, isn't it? 
But yeah, it is. I'm, I'm over here. I'm, I'm looking at you, and I'm, I'm just thinking that that's definitely efficiency. Five thousand dollar procedure, implant, crown, abutment, bone graft, five thousand. That's yeah. half of a ten thousand dollar day on one patient. On one patient, exactly. So what if what if um, let's say what if your are are your is your practice fee for service? Can I ask you that, or are, are you taking any forms of insurance? Because I know a lot of people listening may be in networks for a bunch of insurances. I was I was um, fee for service for thirty eight years. Never took a PPO ever. Never did anything like that. And then I sold my practice, of course, when I was sixty two. So I've been working as an associate for the group for about six years. And they did have um, the wish to have some PPOs. So I'm used to it now. I've got, you know, a handful of them, Denimax and a few. And I'm doing my share of 600 to $800, $900 crowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got the fee schedules to, to look at going, that's not as nice. Most of my crowns that I'm doing, you know, are 1300 or 1100. Exactly. So that's kind of where I am. And I don't even look at the prices or the fact that they're a PPO or not. I just do the same thing for everybody. Oh yeah, of course. And I try to let the staff handle the money and I handle the teeth and um, in the end of the month, I'm still doing good. Wow. That's amazing. That's I'm not a dominant PPO practice. I'm, probably a 25 to 30% PPO fee schedule and the rest of it's fee for service. Well, I know a lot of people that are listening are, you know, taking some form of of insurance. It's just kind of, you kind of have to do what you have to do. Like some of the new practices, uh, while everybody strives to be free for service, sometimes you can't do that in the beginning or just because of the demographics, sometimes you have to add some of those plans. It's true. I know a lot of people who have a high, high uh, volume of, of PPO, but I tell you what, one of my best friends practices is all PPO and they do amazing. You know, they have huge production and huge profits. So it is possible. And um, they're up in um, Pennsylvania, somewhere up that close to you, not too far. Mm-hmm. And they have a six or $8 million practice up there. So it is, it's possible to, to have a very efficient machine, which you're all about, efficiency. Efficiency, absolutely. And tell us a little bit more about your, your well, you, you have three books. I thought you had two, but I, I just found out tonight that you actually have three. And I've gotten one of mine. I got the $10,000 a day uh, dentist. That one I'm getting ready to read. I've kind of already flipped through it and kind of a spoiler alert. I've already started kind of reading it. Mm, did you see Did you pick out which one of the ones you are? Well, um, I saw one. I went straight to a page, and it was about um, I forget the doctor's name, but you were well uh, the the guide. I said you, but it's the guide. There's a guide in the book that's kind of yeah. helping these people through their their you know. You might their... be the guide yourself, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I could be the guide. I think I think the guy's name was Alex or something of that sort. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The guide is Dr. Alex Middleton, and he meets yeah. five dentists. And each dentist is in a different part of their career, age, and time, and place, and attitude-wise. So I talk about how the guide interfaces with each of them, and it's some young dentists, some old dentists, some uh, ready retired dentists, some 
not so positive dentist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a few dentists out there that aren't very positive. Oh yes, absolutely. So I address those guys, you know, because if I didn't talk about that, I'd be missing a lot of the audience. So that book okay. that I wrote, it really speaks to every dentist in a way that they will not believe. They will feel understood. That's the one thing I found as people relate back to me about the book. They say, yeah, you nail me. That's me. That one's me. <laughs> well, you know something, because like I said, I was kind of flipping through because I love to read and I read self-development books. I read business books. I, I'm always reading something. And so I knew you were coming on the show and I was like, I got to get the book. I wish I had read it before you came on. But I flipped through and there was this one story and I cannot remember the doctor's name, but she had wanted to be a dentist and she was young. She had planned everything out. I'm like, oh my goodness, they're talking about me. So she planned everything and then the guide, and I don't want to ruin it for everybody, told her how to do her vision, her vision board, her goals. And so those were all things that, you know, it even said to pick out her mate, just put it all on there. And I've, I've done those things and they work. Yeah, so that, probably I, true. I can relate to that, um, to that chapter, even though I haven't all the way read it, but I read through it and I thought, oh my goodness, he's describing me you know i always knew what i wanted to do and i wanted to be a dentist and i had to do that i have a vision board i i, I would show you but it's on the side of me over here i keep one for the home and for the office that's good yeah, yeah so that that story was kind of yeah it rang true and so i can't wait to read the rest of the book and then you had the other ones and it looks like two of them were uh, amazon bestsellers or still amazon bestsellers so if the listeners two, are listening, um, yeah two of them are about dental um, management marketing the million dollar practices, how it grew from zero to almost $6 million in 10 years. It's the marketing side. And then the other one is uh, a book I kind of collaborated on with David Frey out in uh, Hollywood. It's about patient's guide to cosmetic dentistry. And we, we're both neuromuscular LVI type dentist, even though I'm a generation older than LVI. And so <laughs> I was trained with Barney Jankelson in, in 1969, no, 1979, 79, um, when, when I got the first K7, it was not even a seven, it was a K5 AR and, uh, got the, got the thing going and started teaching in 1981, neuromuscular dentistry. And we had a 10-year run as a TMJ Institute in Atlanta. Interesting. And enjoyed teaching all the stuff that LVI teaches, you know, in the past 10 or 15 years. I've been through LVI as well. So mm -hmm. um, that's why we're kindred spirits. That is it. <laughs> as have I. Well, wonderful. Wonderful. Now, if, if someone wanted to get in touch with you or learn more about your mastermind how would they do that uh well there's a couple of fun ways we have a facebook group called the 10k a day dentist so just like you've got the uh, efficiency now network we're a little closed group that we invite everybody to come into so i have the 10k a day dentist and if you want to join that you know any dentist can join all you have to do is have a desire so i don't want anybody who's kind of a disinterested in dentistry they just want to see how they can rat on people i don't like that i don't want to fuss with anybody i'm not going to argue with anybody but if they want to learn something i'll teach them you know that's my point of view is it's a learning place and so i like to run challenges 
And a matter of fact, I'll be running one in a couple of weeks where we put out a, a, a task and have a couple of days of challenge and come up with a, a result at the end of the challenge. So uh, I run challenges and then um, when you when you look at the opportunities that are out there that I like to be a part of, uh, Mastermind's number one. I like to have the Mastermind in my home uh, for a weekend, three times a year. That's the Mastermind with us. I like to do some online training. So I've got a bunch of PowerPoints and audios and videos and checklists and things like that. I've made into a thing called the Master's Academy. And that's an online program that would take you a year or two to get through it. So much stuff to go through. It's about 150 lessons of things to do. And uh, that's kind of the, the way we went from zero to six million. We just could have told everybody what we did. So that's kind of a training ground. We bring your staff and doctors learn too. It's called the uh, 5M Masters Academy. So between the Mastermind and the Masters Academy Online, we'll do some one-day uh, consults with people. We've been to some offices and done some in-office consults with some of my staff and things. So that's not very common, but we have done it like a traditional consultant. So uh, I prefer the Mastermind, though. It's the most fun. Yeah, those are great. When people come out to the house. That's, and I, I, masterminds now, are great. Like I said, I've, I've had the, the, the opportunity to do some, some big masterminds with, like you said, people who are not in dentistry. Um, I think yours is rather unique because when I, the ones I've gone to, I haven't been to someone's home. That's really nice that you all open up your home for people to come there. It seems more close knit. It is. Yeah. You know, the people that are, that are in it, they like that feature. Right. And uh, we got like five rooms we can give the first five people that come every mastermind, get the pick of the rooms. And, um, you know, solsticedentaladvisors.com is the website which talks about everything that we do. So people can go to Solstice Dental Advisors. And sometimes they don't know how to spell advisors because I guess it's the British way. It's the O-R-S, not the E-R-S, advisors. Okay. So I will make sure to have this in the, the show notes as well. Um, the Mastermind, your Master's Academy, which is the 5M Master's Academy, mm -hmm. right? and then the 10K a day dentist. Right. Okay. And they can reach me on the phone. Our business line is 770-614-4249. And that's the phone that I'll usually pick up if I'm sitting next to it or otherwise I'll call back if they leave a message. Okay. So this has been, uh, it's been wonderful chatting with you. Is there anything else that we have not touched upon before we close out here? You've, you've, well, you've... I think we, we definitely want to encourage everybody that's on this call to be sure to send this video to their friends so that they'll all be familiar with the efficiency now network. We want everybody to be on everybody's network. That's kind of the reasons we do all this is to share the good news. So I've got people like uh, Greg May with with 10X Dental and the, you know, the dental place with the Maddow boys. Mm -hmm. so there's so many good places you can go. And so we want to participate 
and have other people participate with us. So join the 10K a Day Dentist Facebook group and join your efficiency group. And uh, you'll be a 10K a Day Dentist before long if you'll join a few groups. That's what I think. I, I think that's a wonderful. It's been so nice talking with you. You are such an inspiration. I have thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you tonight and chatting with you on our pre-interview as well. Um, I'm definitely going to have you back. Four times is a charm. <laughs> a little inside joke for us, for you, those of you who are listening. But um, yes, I've enjoyed it. I, I was so excited to have you on the show because I know you're just a, you're just a well of knowledge. Thank you. So happy to have you here. I'm so glad the listeners could hear you. Um, I'm going to put all of your information on the show notes because I think it's really important for, for people to follow up and to use some of the pearls that you've spoken about tonight, to use your, uh, your, your, your big fives, your five efficiency gems that you went over earlier, mm -hmm. which were the mindset, the team, facility, marketing, and the capacity, mm -hmm. uh, beginning with the end in mind, just all these wonderful things that you've said. And I would love to have you back on the show at some time so we can chat again. Yeah, well, let's do some efficiency talk. We'll, we'll figure out another way to be more efficient. All right. That's, hey, that's what I love, efficiency. You get so much more done. You get more productivity, more profitability, and just a better quality of life if you're efficient. More time for playing. And more time for playing. Quality of life is good, too. Yes? Yep. Yes. Yep. All right. So for those of you who are listening, thank you for joining on this episode of the Efficient Practice Podcast. If you are an office that has an efficient practice or if you're using efficient practices to run your business better, this show is for you. Make sure to join our free Facebook group, Efficiency Now Network. You can also follow us on the efficiencyinstitute.com or DrEvelynTeagueSamuel.com. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Dr. Williams, for being here. And we will see you next time. Until then, this is Dr. Evelyn signing off. Take care. See you next time. Bye-bye. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Efficient Practice Podcast with Dr. Evelyn Samuel. 